What's up, world? Welcome to another Anchor Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Fonsworth, and I'm joined by my man, 100 Grand. Owens, what's going on, baby? Man, what's going on with you, man? Excited. Excited. I'm over here watching you getting whooped by this computer. Yes, sir, man. Second week in a row, we're gonna have to do something about this, man, because this thing just can't keep tossing you around like this every week. <laughs> we gonna fight um, back, yeah, man. You gotta swing back, do something, man. <laughs> do something you can't just lay down and get popped. <laughs> we are recording this a day late, nevertheless. We about to get it done, baby. We had a wonderful week of college football, wonderful week of college fantasy football. Of course, so much action, uh, lots to get into. We're going to get into as much as we can. A big week, as I just previously stated, mm-hmm. for college football fans across the globe. Um, lots of action. Uh, yet again, another week in the books is going by too fast. I almost want to hit the pause button and just kind of just take it in yes, for a few sir. days. But then again, I'm like, man, we got a game Thursday. We got games Thursday. All right. So I'm excited about it, man, all over again. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Owens, man, let's jump into some some of this content we've got for this previous week. Week three, run down. We got it, man. Kansas, Owens versus Houston. Mm-hmm. What have you been saying all year about those Jayhawks, man? They're building their program. What you say, one or two players at a time? Yes, sir. Owens, man. Who saw this coming? The beatdown was on. Jayhawks ain't playing with nobody. Kansas. Bro. We talking about Kansas. Kansas. (laughs) Basketball school, Kansas. Lance Leopold got these dudes looking good. And Dana Hoganson found out really quick that this is not the Kansas from two, three years ago. These dudes come to play. They play hard. Now they do give up some points, but they do <laughs> they do play hard. And they've got a superstar at the quarterback position. Owens Jalen Daniels, man, this dude is for real, man. Yes, he is, man. He, sure they are. are putting Owens. They are putting the Big Twelve on notice. Yes, they are. That again, this is not the Kansas team where you thinking this is a, this is a free week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, that we can go in there and lollygag and play and horse play and do all kinds of stuff. Run buck wild on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a different Kansas ball club, and it's not just at the running back position. Again, Jalen Daniels is that dude. He's for real. What do you think about this game? Man, that's a big shocker, man. I thought – I, I didn't think Daniels was going to do what he did, man. I thought he was going to struggle against Houston because, you know, they play some defense. So I was thinking, man, it's going to be a tough game for him. But, man, he, he proved me wrong. You know, he five touchdowns, five total touchdowns, man, against Houston. Yeah. That, that's impressive. You know? Five total touchdowns, absolutely. And this dude is only Owens, man. This, whoa, man. Thank you, Fantrax, for putting the roster percentage back on here. Yes. Because this dude is barely owned, man. Yes. He's available in a lot of leagues, 11%. Yeah. 
100%. So you go pick this dude up. This dude is a superstar, man. And I think I think he'll do – I think he's good enough to be a spot start, even in the Big 12, um, competing against some of the teams in the Big 12. I think he's still fantasy relevant, even yep. in conference play. Um, speaking of Big 12 conference, Tulane and K-State Owens, <laughs> man <laughs> – Listen, I want to say this is what K-State gets because you can't convince me that they're not looking ahead at OU. Definitely were. And and so concerned. It seems like they're so concerned about beating OU. I'm look, this is what you get. <laughs> uh, we're gonna hold everything all this stuff back. We ain't gonna show you nothing we got. I'm glad because it's <laughs> I, I, look, look. I think that Chris Kleiman, the head coach at and Ed K State, mm-hmm. I think if you were to put a detector on him, I don't think he cares about losing to Tulane. Mm-hmm. I think he's so bent on beating OU, he doesn't care about losing to Tulane. I think beating OU is is one of those things that makes his season. And he's probably been preparing for this every chance he got, and he thought he had a bigger chance this week playing Tulane. And Tulane was like, no, bro, you need to take us serious. Ugly game, though, Owens. Ugly game. Yes, very ugly. Ugly game. 17 to 10. They pull it out. Um, I mean, just – I mean, this was this was hard to I – mean, this was hard to watch. This was hard to look at. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pitiful. It was I don't know what to say, man. Uh besides they was looking ahead. That's all you can say. Mm-hmm. That's all you can say. You know who wasn't looking ahead? <laughs> Oregon. <Ooh>, we <laughs> took BYU to the woodshed. We saw what y'all did the battle last week. <laughs> we, yeah, we the last week of the week before. Yeah, man. Look, it was last week. Okay. It's not what y'all did to them, no sir. Yeah, dude this this was a um this was a beatdown from the word go. I thought that Baylor, I'm not Baylor. I thought that BYU would put up a better fight than what they put up. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon. Uh, is this a? I mean, how good is Georgia? I mean, because no. because. I know the transitive property and all that stuff doesn't work in college football, but just looking at it, Baylor gets beat by BYU. That was a, that, I mean, that was that was a hard fought game. Right. Georgia handles Oregon like they were an FCS team. Yep. And then Oregon turns around and does this to BYU. I'm like, dude. I mean, this is college football for you. I mean, to, to, to thump them. 41 to 20, it wasn't even this close. It wasn't even that close, right? It wasn't even this close. Baylor had to, not Baylor. Why don't you want to say Baylor? Brigham Young, University, BYU, and Provo, Utah. BYU um, only had seven points going into the fourth quarter, and Oregon was doing whatever they wanted, when they wanted, how they mm-hmm. wanted, how much they wanted, how many times they wanted. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they showed out in this game. Kudos to the Ducks, man, for for bouncing back. Definitely. After the, 
throttling in, in week one to pretty much let everybody know we are not what you thought we were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know you thought that we was a cupcake team the way Georgia made them look, but hey, they're proving people wrong. They are not that. Owens, yes. Penn State, and Auburn, what do you think about this game? Oh, my gosh. Another selection. Man, listen, I thought this was going to be a good game. On paper, it's going to be a good game. <laughs> Penn State, hey, man, Singleton, only 10 carries, man, 124 yards and two touchdowns, man. Is he ready to take over? Well, it looked like he looked like he is. He's got I mean, 10 carries in every game this year. Yeah, but he's doing something with them 10 carries, though. Especially the last two games. Last two games, yes. Man. We thought that your boy Lee was going to at least hold him off a little bit. Man, he ain't nowhere to be found. Lee, oh, my gosh. No, I think the <laughs> coaching staff has, has gotten a good whiff of uh, what 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 Singleton brings to the table mm-hmm. when the bullets are live, and I think they like what they smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got a good whiff of it, and they like what they smell, and it's going to be interesting to see how they use this guy, this kid coming forward. I mean, especially when they get into conference play, how much are they going to use him? That's the interesting thing, because you see right now the usage – and the production with very little usage. Again, 10 carries in, right. in all three games. In the last two games, he just went bananas. Right. What is 10 carries? What does this guy look like when you double that workload? Ooh-wee. That's scary. That is scary. I'm not saying he's going to double the production, but, I'm a, I mean, his owners has to be excited. Yeah, definitely. 10 carries for 179 and two against Ohio, then comes out against a formidable foe. An SEC opponent, that SEC defense, at Auburn. Owens, <laughs> Auburn is a hard place to play. Right. 10 carries, 124, and another two touchdowns. Man. They beat Auburn like a drum, dude. Yes, they did. On Ryan Marshall's seat is getting hotter. On the flip side, though, Tank, man, he got shut down. Man, he's, I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll talk about Tank a little bit later, man. <laughs> Talk about old tank. You know what game didn't hardly have any de- well, it had some defense in it, but this was a fun one, man. Liberty and Wake Forest. Shoot out. This game, Owens, I was watching this game because I'm a I want to see the progression of Caden Salter. Mm-hmm. Because he is he's the kid is very exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. He's got Hugh Freeze as a head coach who, if you can just get him to quit lying. He'll be all right. <laughs> He'll be all right as a head coach. But Liberty, man, the they were they were down in this game, and it looked like Wake Forest was about to run away with this thing. Mm-hmm. But Liberty started kind of bucking up a little bit, man. Right. Like, listen, hey, we didn't come here to let y'all run all over us like this. Mm-hmm. And it was twenty to eight at halftime because it, I mean. It started. It, it looked like it was going to get out of hand, but Liberty comes back, roaring in the third quarter, scores fifteen mm-hmm. unanswered, mm-hmm. and it's a dog fight in the fourth quarter, man. <laughs> it was a dog fight. I mean, you could call this weekend dog oh, fight. Weekend. Yes, sir. I mean, dog fight weekend because you had it all over the board. Owens, if I were to give you some stats, man, mm-hmm. about 
dogfight weekend. Mm-hmm. You had, check it, man. You had 17 games ended within a TV or less or less. Mm. Mm-hmm. 12 of those 17 were not covered. They didn't cover the spread in 12 of those 17 games. Mm-hmm. You got seven upsets in those games. Ooh, seven beautiful. upsets. I, I, that's beautiful. That's college football for you. That's college football dog fight weekend. That's what, <laughs> what we're going to call it, man. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, but Caden's culture, man, two touchdowns, two picks on the day. Mm-hmm. He looked real good running the ball, passing the ball. He had another 15 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Daddy Hunter chipped in, looked really good. Um, Wake Forest running game was non-existent. Right. It's almost like they didn't even care to run the ball. Sam Hartman led the way, Owens. Get this, nine carries for 15 yards. That's horrible. He led it in carries and in yards ridiculous but this was a game that was very very exciting Caden Salter also had a fumble in that game by the way but the dude comes away Hugh Freeze I understand his logic Mm -hmm. in trying to go for two instead of going for one to tie the game because they scored late Mm -hmm. late but he wanted to go for two instead of just kicking the extra point and tying it up. And that's how they end up losing the game. I understand this logic. You want to get out of there. But at the same time, man, uh, you know, they have the they have the saying that um, on the road you go for two. Mm-hmm. When you're at home, you kick the extra point. So, you know, to each his, home, to, to, to each his own in that situation. Owens, this game didn't turn out so good for the favorite Marshall and Bowling Green. You got Marshall being a favorite in that game. This is one of those upsets that I just spoke of. Not only didn't they cover, they didn't cover, but they also gave up the win. They also lost, Marshall did. Bowling Green, who pretty much is not seen as a real threat. Right. Not even in their conference. But somehow – I don't know if the high from beating Notre Dame was still lingering mm-hmm. around the campus at, in, in, in Huntington, Virginia. I don't know what the case was. But, I mean, Kalen LeBron brought his A game. Right. But it's almost like the defense didn't because they let McDonald eat. Yes, he did. Yes, what you think about did. this game, man? I think it was exactly what you said. I mean – you, you you just beat a big-time Power 5 football team the week before, and I think they were still celebrating and got caught. I mean, just, <laughs> just got caught. It was a perfect scenario for Bowling Green. They like, yeah, you know, they're they coming in, they on a the high. They probably overlooking that little old Bowling Green. They thinking, just beat, <laughs> just beat the Dame. So who is Bowling Green? You know what I'm saying? Then, yeah. About to show y'all, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Owens, Owens, Bowling Green beat Minnesota last year. Mm-hmm. Hey, they, they might be on to something, man. <laughs> all these little, all these little G five teams, man, seem like they own to something. It's not just G five. Yeah, yeah, right. You ain't lying. It's <laughs> not just G five, Owens. It's, it's some people. It's some FCS teams too. Yeah, you are. You right about that. I mean, you look at Syracuse and Purdue. That was a good game. That was a thriller. 
Western Kentucky and Indiana, right. uh, settling things in overtime there, Temple and Rutgers in a straight-up pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> you had Southern Illinois taking a check from Northwestern and smacking them in the mouth at yes. while they were at it. Oh Old Dominion in Virginia. Virginia's in a you know in a in a dog fight with Old Dominion. UCLA and South Alabama. We talked about this game. Right. I mean, right. this was a doggone fruit fight mm-hmm. between UCLA and South Alabama. Took a late field goal just to win that thing. It took a late field goal just to win that thing. So these little teams ain't playing no more. They're not, they're not playing, man. They're they're not playing. Arizona State. <laughs> out of here. Out of here. Little team come in there <laughs> and send Herm Edwards packing. I love Herm Edwards, though. But right. Herm, you can't get beat by that team, man. No, no, no. You can't, you can't get beat So, a lot of things happening this past week. Um, Owens, we can't go on to anything else or to our next segment without mentioning Florida and South Florida. Hmm. Anthony Richardson, you think that he would get off the schneid or what Kentucky made him look like. Mm-hmm. last week and it was worse <laughs> oh yes sir it was it was pitiful owens it was worse oh my gosh he had a better completion percentage but he had less yards Which same two picks yeah same two picks man same two picks <laughs> Keeping them picks, he's gonna, he gonna keep. He's gonna take them picks with him. <laughs> Every game, come on, come on, two picks, passing them like peppermints. Listen, <laughs> you thought it was Kentucky, maybe not. Oh wow, maybe maybe it's Florida, maybe it's the scheme, maybe Owens. You know what? I'm I was thinking this earlier today. I wonder if this is a Khalil Tate situation. Ooh. Well, I hope not. Ooh. Where you have a superstar athlete that if you would just use him right. Yep. But you have a coaching staff coming in. I'm not sure if this is the correct narrative, but I think it needs to be considered because this guy, what he looked like in week one against a good defense, Utah, Kentucky, I understand, but South Florida, no. No. Nope. I wonder if they're trying to make this dude a pocket passer. Because I just don't see, because I think he was he's holding the ball, trying to find dudes. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to drill it into him. Stop taking off running so much. Right. Because he had 106 yards on 11 carries against Utah. Owens in the next two games or the previous two games, 13 carries, 28 yards. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Again, seven carries for 24 yards against South Florida. I don't think that you cannot convince me that mm-hmm. South Florida is a defense that can contain Anthony Richardson to the point of seven carries for 24 yards. Uh, I'm with you. Help me out here, man. I agree with you. I mean, the numbers that add up. It's it could be uh, a club tight situation. I hope not, man, because 
the guy got all the talent in the world, man. Just turn him loose, man. If you turn him loose, I believe it'll, it'll help your team, man. Like, I mean, because like Tate was a Tate was a superstar in the making. So, like I said, so <laughs> someone got a hold of him. Someone got his hands on him. He put his mitts on him. He shut all that down. Nope. So hopefully, man, this is this is not this situation. That's that was one. That was terrible, man. I, yeah, because I, when you think about what Billy Napier had when he was at Lafayette. Um, what's the little quarterback's name? The lefty. Lafayette. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Um, oh, man, I forgot the quarterback's name. The lefty, man, who was just a game manager. Right, he was just a good yeah. little game manager, man. He just he was just there to just manage the game and just don't turn the ball. I forgot his name. Levi. Oh, uh, was it Levi, Levi Lewis? Lewis? Yeah, yeah, Levi Lewis. Yes, just just game manager. That's what he want for uh, Richardson. I hope they're trying. I hope they're not trying to turn him into that. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh. Moving right along, let's look at some week three studs. Week three studs, Owens. Who was your stud at the quarterback position, man? Man, uh, Chris Reynolds. Chris Reynolds, man, from Charlotte, man. He. 31 for 43. Uh, he had five touchdowns. He, 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 listen, man, he was hurt early in the season. And uh, I don't think it was, I think it was after the first game he got hurt. And uh, I was thinking, man, okay, what's going to happen with this guy? Because I had him, I think, I believe I had him. And I ended up dropping him off my team. But... He uh, came back strong, man. He came back strong with 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 this performance, man. I'm, I was like, kind of shocked me a little bit. But Chris Reynolds, man, I'm trying to look at my numbers here. You know, I got this computer over here messing messing with me. All right, he's rolling with Chris Reynolds. Listen, I got Matt McDonald. We just mentioned him uh, or his team beating Marshall Bowling Green. Falcons giving Marshall all they want and some shocking them and all of their world, the thundering herd world. This guy was 60% completion percentage with his passes, 282 yards, four touchdowns on the day, no picks, no fumbles, no any of that. He even had eight carries for 24 yards. I don't even think this dude is a mobile quarterback, but this dude did his thing, pulled his team out with a victory. And there you have it, Matt McDonald versus Marshall. That's my stud at the quarterback's position for week number three. Who you got at running back? I got Dwayne McBride, man, 28 carries for 223 yards and four touchdowns. Four of them bad boys. I, I had uh I had <laughs> I had his backup running back, and I was thinking. Okay, you gotta, you gotta, because he had ten carries, I believe, the first game, seventeen carries the second game, but this game here was all McBride, man. He was just, he wasn't playing, man. He was just getting them chunks out of time, man. Twenty-eight carries for two twenty-three and four, man. That's my running back stud. All right, that's what's up. I love it. I'm going with Brian Beatty 
the aforementioned South Florida Bulls, who gave Florida all they wanted and some, had them sweating bullets. This dude had 17 carries, 150 yards, and a touchdown against the Gators at the Swamp. Against the Gators at the Swamp. And this dude ain't big as nothing, man. This dude is is uh, 5'8", 165. 17 carries, <laughs> 150, and a touchdown against the Gators. On who you got at wide receiver. Oh, man. Jalen Polk from Washington. Six catches for 153 yards and three touchdowns against Michigan State. Man, listen, uh, 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 Phoenix Jr., he out there doing his thing, man, and he got him. He got him a couple of receivers out there with him, you know. And Pope is one of the main guys, man. Call him. Who? What you say, Junior? Penix, Penix, Junior. I thought you said something else. You, uh, <laughs> he, he ready for me to butcher your name? Y'all on it? <laughs> well, I thought you said another word. Y'all on it? <laughs> he ready? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said another word. <laughs> yeah, but he, he got old old poke out there, man. Catches 153 and three. Showing I like out. it, man. Uh, McMillan took a break, I guess, or Michigan State was probably bracketing coverage toward him, which caused or which opened up the door for Pope to do what he did, man. I like it. I'm going with Ashton Hawkins, man. Mm-hmm. Texas State wide receiver, another little ankle biter, man. Ain't big as nothing, 5'10", mm-hmm. 170. But this dude caught 13 balls on Baylor. Mm-hmm. 13 balls for 114 yards and a touchdown against the Baylor Bears. Ain't big as nothing, little ankle biting Hawkins. I like it, man. That's my guy at the wide receiver position for week three studs. Mm-hmm. Who you got at the tight end position? Brock Bowers, man, five catches for 121 and two against South Carolina. Georgia just mocked them, man. Did what they wanted to do with them boys, man. Bowers showed. Bowers was showing out too. Yeah, man, he finally showed up. I know a lot of his owners were kind of like, "Well, when's it gonna happen?" I know the ones who opted to continue to put him in the game was like, "Yes," and the ones who chose to sit him down. We had a guy in our league. Shout out to Sean. It'll get better, man. (laughs) (laughs) He had him on the bench, and that was ball game. He lost the game, but had he had Bowers in the game, that's ball game. Yes, sir. Listen, you win some and you lose some, but you got to keep pressing. Owens, I'm going with Payne Durham, Mm -hmm. inflicting all kinds of pain on the Syracuse Orangemen. (laughs) <laughs> they did lose the game. This was another ball game that was tight, man. But Payne Durham showed up big time. Nine catches, 83 yards, two touchdowns. If you got a tight end premium, this dude hooked you up, as did Brock Bowers. But, man, Payne Durham, I like what I saw out of him this past week, getting very involved in that passing attack for the Boilermakers. You've been looking for him all season long. When's he going to get involved? Where is he at? What's he doing? Is he on a milk carton? What's going on with him? And here he is in the biggest game. Well, not the biggest game of the season thus far. But Syracuse, big game. The dude shows up big time. Owens, flip side of the coin where we have stud. Other side, we have a dud. Who was your dud at the quarterback position for week three? Tyler Van Dyke versus Texas A&M. And deservingly so. 
21 for 41. Now you throw that ball 41 times. 50%, 214 yards. That's it. That's it. That's all you, that's all you come out of there with. Five carries for 14 yards. That's that's it. And that's yeah. it. I mean, maybe it's true what they said about his wide receivers. But they can't catch. They turn down ball. Or maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what's going on over there. I mean, because he don't, he looked like a completely different guy, man, from last year. Last year, you look at this guy, you think, ooh, wee, his potential next year is like through the roof. But, you know, he got, he got some receivers, man. And, hey, man, you didn't hit my numbers, man. I don't want that. You, you said they I can't wanted, catch, huh? Yeah, I wanted it out front. You threw it behind me. You th- I, I don't know, man. <laughs> he can't catch. <laughs> they can't catch. I'm he going with Anthony catch. Richardson, man. I'm just going to stay on this dude's case because this is ridiculous. This is yeah, South man. Florida. This is G5, dude. You are you yeah. playing the SEC. You lit one of the better defenses in the country up earlier this year, and here you are against South Florida. 112 passing yards, two picks, no touchdowns, seven carries for 24 yards, 10 of 18. Man, listen, we've seen this dude's potential. Yes. This has to be philosophy. This has to be coaching philosophy. I don't think it's him. Right. I think, man, listen, I'm telling you, I smell – a Khalil Tate situation. A, uh, 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 what's his name? Sumlin? Mm-hmm. I smell a Sumlin Tate situation here. Unless <laughs> they figure this thing out, you're going to see Anthony Richardson <laughs> get messed over like Khalil Tate did with, when Kevin Sumlin got to Arizona. So, Owens, running back, please. Sean Tucker, man, from Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Eight, 18 carries for 42 yards against Purdue. Sean Tucker tweets a lot, too. He he tweets his analysis about the game. Man, he, he mistweeted that whatever. He mistweeted something. because No, he tweeted it that he didn't have a good game. He said it. Brother. He said, I got to do better, but. Uh, he went over 100 yards in the first two games, but listen, I'm looking at Purdue, man. Like, hey, man, they 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 run defense, man. It's kind of for real. You think about first game against Penn State, it was what what five dudes, including the quarterback, that got some carries. They only come out of there with 98 total rushing yards. Yeah, they got a good D line. So uh, Purdue's got a good D line. Yeah, so I mean. I still thought 18 carries. This is Sean Tucker, man. Dude got some wheels. Mm-hmm. You know, he got some, he got yeah. some, some power and everything. But yeah, man, I was they put a they put a boot on that wheel this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yes, they did. You know who else had a boot on them? Who else? <laughs> Tank Bigsby. Mm-hmm. Tank Bigsby. Penn State came into Jordan Hare Stadium. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, this dude had nine carries for 39 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Two carries for 38 yards. Tank Bigsby, dude, what in the world is going on? He probably should have stayed in that portal and yeah. went somewhere else because this ain't working out. 
Who you got at wide receiver, man? Man, Jermaine Burden. Yes. We listen. Last week, two catches for ten yards. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't think it could get worse. It could get worse. I mean, it almost did. <laughs> one one catch for sixteen yards <laughs> against Louisiana Monroe. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like, what is this? I mean, you were some you 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 were some a high draft pick wide receiver. Yeah. A lot of people stop 10. What even is this? What is this? Mm. What? It's just, it's unbelievable. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Man, listen, we talked about this game earlier. The right Reverend A.T. Perry mm -hmm. against Liberty. Mm -hmm. Four catches for 33 yards. Son, listen, we're going to have to do better than this. <laughs> Four catches for 33 yards. <laughs> Come on, sir. Right, Reverend A.T., listen, you're going to have to do better than this, man. You are, a, 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 listen, a top three wide receiver when Hartman is on his game. Hartman didn't have a bad game either. Right. He didn't have a bad game. He had three touchdowns, none of them went to Perry. <laughs> 325 yards. Only what thirty three of them went to Perry. Wow! So, so hey, listen, I don't know what they need to do, but it seems like it's back to the drawing board or something because At Perry didn't look good. Owens, tight end position, man. Michael Mayer, Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. What Cal was doing to him, but two catches for ten yards. I mean, he did get a touchdown, but. Two catches for 10 yards. <laughs> yes. Woo, brother, you yeah. can't follow it. You cannot follow an eight catch for, uh, for 103 and a touchdown with a two catch for 10 yards, man. Come on now. Listen, he did it. He did it, didn't he? He shown enough did it. Listen, I'm going to go with Michael Trigg against Georgia Tech. This is Georgia Tech. This is your time to shine, brother. Yes, it is. You were... Or you were the object of Lane Kiffin's affection while courting Jackson Dart. He really wanted you. Mm -hmm. Jackson Dart's no slouch, but he really wanted Michael Trigg. And the first time he gets there, or the first time he really, really gets the chance to show out, this dude comes out of there with one catch. <laughs> Owens. Uh, <laughs> Owens, do you see what I see? Come on. Do you see what I see? This dude had one catch for 10 yards. I don't know, Owens. They, they, they I guess they felt sorry for him because they, I don't know what else he what did he what else did he do? He had I mean what they do with him? He had three fantasy points. Uh, I don't know what else I don't know what else they did with him. Well, I see one catch for 10 yards. I don't see a two-point conversion. Oh, that's the tight end premium uh Oh, that's stuff. right. That's right. That's right. My yeah. fault. That's right. One catch for 10 yards. 
<laughs> now he told Central Arkansas up. Right. That's what you want. I mean, but Georgia Tech ain't that they ain't that much better than Central Arkansas. Right. So I think he should have had somewhere close to that game. Um, yeah. Jackson Dart was real pedestrian in that game. Maybe that had a lot to do with it because he was just okay. He was just he okay. He was just mediocre in the game. 10 of 16, yeah. 207, no touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. They beat him 52 now, now, the running game did uh, pretty much, you know, took center stage. Oh, they did what they wanted to do on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them, um, Zach Evans, Judkins, and Bentley all had two touchdowns apiece. Mm -hmm. um, Evans and, and Judkins had all the yards, mm -hmm. but still. So, you know, I guess it was one of those games, man. But, yeah, you got to get that award this this week, Michael Trigg. Straight up dud. Owens, let's look at some games in week number four. Let's preview mm -hmm. some of these games. Which one of these games, man, you want to talk about, man, week number four? Clemson Wake Forest, man. Oh, Hartman, Hartman has got to – Face this Clemson defense, man. The stout Clemson defense. Oh man, I don't, I don't see him being that productive this weekend. I Were they possibly looking ahead last week? Possibly, possibly. Hmm. They could, they, they could have been. Yeah, could have been it. I don't know why teams do that, man. You got to play every weekend, man. Because they're teenagers and young men, and it's hard for them to get up every single week. It's hard for them to get up for Alcorn State. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It just is. Uh, but, you know, some of, the, some of the best coaches find ways to, you know what I mean, keep them motivated and to keep them focused. Because I can only imagine the task yeah. that these college kids, you know, um, they got Alcorn State this week. You probably going to every party on campus. <laughs> Alcorn State. You probably thinking you can roll your helmet out there and get fifty. Man, I don't know. I, I, I get yeah. It's, it's a mindset thing, man. Because I just I, when I played basketball, man, I didn't care who was on the court. You shouldn't be out there if you didn't want to get this work. So. I guess it's, yeah. you know, it's a mindset but, but, thing. But you got to think about being exposed to that college life, too. Yeah, you're right. You got a party on every other corner. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> yeah, you're right. You ain't got no parents around either. I'm going. You're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they said. I'm going. <laughs> you're going and you're diving head first into debauchery. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you are going, you're going to be debaucherous. <laughs> <laughs> OU and K-State, man. Mm -hmm. I hope OU drops a 50 bomb on these dudes, man. Yes. We're going out there, playing with Tulane, looking at OU, mm -hmm. thinking we don't have to prepare for them as long as we beat Oklahoma. I don't care what's going on. I'm telling you, Owens, I can feel it in my bones. I don't think that coach cares about losing to Tulane. As long as he beats Oklahoma, I'm telling you. He's going to lose both of them. Tulane um, and Oklahoma. I hope OU drops 50 on them. I do too. Listen, I, I can't wait to see this game because this defense, man, listen, we said it that 
when Nebraska goes up this past week, mm-hmm. seven to nothing. Under Grinch and Lincoln Riley and those guys, I hope they're doing well. But under those guys, Owens, OU would have been in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. needing a, a field goal to win 55-52. Yep. Under them. Yep. But BV, uh, BV saw what, what was going on. Mm-hmm. You saw him, uh, you know, they, they had a, a side shot of him getting in their mix on the sideline after that first touchdown. Nothing. I love it, man. It's been a long time a coach got into players mix like that. It's been a long time, man. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm not, we're not talking about getting in their mix through the media saying mm, that nah. oh, there's, there's no NFL talent Mm-mm. in the secondary. No, nah, we're not talking about that. No, you go grab you some face masks. You get up in the face and you get in that butt right there on that sideline, <laughs> brother. You 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 better you better make sure you have your assignment. Don't let that happen again. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and you saw it, and it was like, okay, let's make this adjustment. And it was on from there, man. It was sack city, brother. It was pressure. It yes. was coverage. It was man tackling. It was oh my gosh. They put a lot on film. They've got man on film. They've got zone on film. And they got this, what they was playing against Nebraska, this 3-3-5 look. You, you, uh, if, you, if you notice, they played a lot of three down linemen in this game. And we're still getting there. Yes, so, did. Chris Kleiman mm-hmm. with your funky tail, I hope that you see what's going on. <laughs> hey, man, it was so loud in Lincoln, man. Like you said. Yeah, the whole atmosphere. Look, them yes. going straight down the field. Yes. Going like that. The atmosphere and everything surrounding that whole situation. Yes. Under Lincoln Riley and Grinch and those guys, they would have given up 52 points. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep. They would have been in a dog fight. I mean, a, a freaking fruit fight, man. Yep. And I'm so, with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Owens, Florida, Tennessee. Mm hmm. I'm just I'm 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 interested in this Anthony Richardson narrative, man. What do they do with this guy? Because this kid has all the talent in the world, right? But you got to use him right, man. Yeah, use him right. He can't be back there holding the ball, waiting on somebody to get open. He doesn't have the receivers for that. That's the thing. Name me one receiver other than Justin Shorter, and we only know him because he was a five-star transfer from Penn State. Right. The other guy, Jacob Copeland, is up in Maryland. There's no Kyle Pitts on this offense. Maybe that's the problem. Man, maybe, maybe his situation it. is just like Tyler Van Dyke's. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's the problem. He ain't got nobody to throw it to. That's why he's standing back there bouncing. Uh, but, but here's the thing. <laughs> you, you can't let him – you can't <laughs> – <laughs> you can't let him bounce too long, man. Let the dude use his legs. Let the dude take off. There's not a player. You cannot convince me, Owens, that there is a play on South Florida's defense that if this dude breaks out the pocket, mm-hmm. that they can contain him if they just let him loose. Yeah. I'm with you. I refuse to believe that, man. So this is going to be exciting to me um, because, this, for one, it's a rival. Mm-hmm. Um, Pendon Hooker and those guys are going to come in there ready. I don't know the status of Cedric Tillman, but Jalen Hyatt surely looks good. 
this dude looks good, man. He 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 looks yes, legit. He, he looks like he's the he he looks like he is the legitimate number two wide receiver. And depending on, let me see if I can pull something up. Depending on the status of one Cedric Tillman, mm -hmm. um, the dude may be number one until you know it says he's day to day. Tillman is day to day, so we don't know what that looks like. Lower body uh, lower body injury. That's undisclosed, of course. Mm -hmm, of course. So, I mean, Jalen Hyatt again, man. He's last game against uh, Akron. You're supposed to do that to them. You're supposed to do so that. You're supposed to, to do that, right. Five mm -hmm. catches, 166 and two. The previous game against Pitt, a really good defense. 11 catches, 73 yards. I mean, you love the 11 catches. You love the involvement and the volume there that he's getting. Right. And um, you see the yardage there against Akron, so the potential, all you need to do is put the two together. And should Cedric Tillman be absent in this next game, Jalen Hyatt, man, may be that dude, man, because Florida's not stopping anybody. Right. They're not stopping anybody. So that's one to look at. Owens, James Madison. Yes, sir. In peace from the FCS. Don't look like they've missed a beat. But they've got a real dog this week, man. They sure do. They, they got sure Abby do. State, man. They got a real dog this week. On <laughs> them boys, them boys playing like the Power Five team, man. <laughs> Abby State ain't playing with no. <laughs> and man, Abby State, I love it. Power Five teams. I love it, man. I love it because James Madison, man, that's a high flying, high powered offense. Abby State, man. I know they got got a hold of their tape, man. They got that film. They going, bro, man. Is it going to be? Madison's hot right now, but Appy State, both, both of them then had a week off. Right, right. Both teams have had a week off, so right. they've had a lot of time to prepare for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Appy State has the upper hand because they've had the harder schedule. Yes. They went to, I mean, they, they, they had to tangle with Drake May mm -hmm. and that offense. They went to College Station. Yep. Pulled out a win. They're yep. battle-tested. James yep. Madison played Middle Tennessee, beat the Brakes off yes. of them. And yes. then who they play in week two? Play somebody North, else. North, North, whatever. Norfolk State. Norfolk State. They, yeah, beat, the break, beat the Brakes off them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like Middle Tennessee, though. So they've put enough on tape. Maybe they caught Middle Tennessee off guard because they're taking a step up to the FBS and you don't know what to expect. Of course, you always have tape, but you really don't know because of the, the opponent that they're playing against. Mm -hmm. But now that they've got tape, they've got FBS tape or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, on them. Yep. Yep. I think I meant, listen, man, this is going to be an exciting game. I got Happy State, though, man. I'm with you. I got, matter of fact, I got Clemson. I got OU, I got Tennessee, I got Appy yep. State. Yep. Who you got in Arkansas and uh A and M? Who you got? Ooh, that's a ooh, that's a tough one. Cause neither one of them is playing the best well, listen, football Owens, right now. Owens was Arkansas looking ahead. That's that's a good question because they was a dog fight too for, for, for a minute. three and a half quarters. Yes, for a minute, for a good minute. I look over there, I'm like Arkansas. <laughs> yes, I put it in the chat. Look at Arkansas; they was getting beat in the fourth yes, quarter. Yes, yes, ridiculous. Ah, uh, yeah, they they probably got caught. Caught they handing the cookie jar too. Yeah, looking ahead, 
Got a big game coming up next week against AM. And mm-hmm. I don't, man. I, uh, I'll tell you what, man. I'll probably, I might roll with Arkansas in this game, man. Oh, me too. I think I'm going to roll with Arkansas in this game because they running game, man. Sanders is getting down, man. Sanders yeah, is man. doing his But you thing, know what, man. though, man? AM will probably bother him. Yeah, they got to deal with Cunningham, though, too, though. I mean, uh, not Cunningham, but uh, uh, Jeff- Jefferson. They got to deal with Jefferson, too. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna bother Sanders. They certainly have the talent. Right. I don't know what Jimbo's over there doing. Maybe they're not focused because of the, all the NIL stuff. But they've definitely got the talent to do so. Right. Um. I just don't trust Jimbo. That quarterback situation is a mess right now. It seems like yes. it doesn't matter who's starting at quarterback. They just stink. They do all of them. All of them stink right now, and so. Um, yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a good game right here, man. But I got, I think because of the lack of offense that A&M is bringing to the table or yep. not bringing to the table. Yeah. I got Arkansas on this one, man. I do too. But I, but, but I do think it, it, it probably looks more like the A&M Miami game this past week. Mm. It probably looks more like that. Just a dirty grimy you know what i mean yeah i mean arkansas can play like that too yes they can you know they can go in there with their sleeves rolled up and 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 throw down in 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 an ugly game too so um speaking of ugly wisconsin Mm. and ohio state owens brother what you thinking Man, I think. Listen, man, uh, Stroud now, man. Stroud got Stroud got a lot of weapons, man. Wisconsin plays some really good defense. Stroud, man, the the guy is so accurate with his throws; it's ridiculous. Owen Stroud is matchup proof. It's yes, man. It's ridiculous, man. This dude is like unbelievable. I'm just looking at them throws, man. Inside. Them, 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 them sideline end zone throws. It's unbelievable. The down the middle throws he put on. It's like, oh my gosh. But yeah, man. It's it's Wisconsin man for to take another L, man. I just don't see them going to the shoot, man, beating Ohio State. I don't see it. Yeah, Stroud does have a lot of weapons, man. He's got tons of weapons. Um, and they've got the running game. Um, they they got Hatton going this past week. Hayton, I mean, yeah. uh, going this past week, Travion, whatever he's dealing with is undisclosed, of course. They don't tell us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they want to hide everything. Don't they? Fort Knox about every freaking thing. The dude got a paper cut, and they won't say it. Just say he got a paper cut. Just say he got a paper cut. You don't got to hide a paper cut. You don't need to be Fort Knox for a, a freaking uh, <laughs> headache. Stop this stuff, man. <laughs> but those are some of the games we're looking forward to in week four. Oh, let's jump right into our CFF content with some start and sit. Oh, wait a minute. Let's revisit last week, Owens, because I think last week, um, I think we need to do this from time to time, probably mm-hmm. not from time to time, but every week. Mm-hmm. Revisit our last, our previous week, start and sit, just to see how we went. 
You said start Davis Brin against Jackson State. Yes, sir. Lit it up. I said Hunter Deckers against Ohio. He did okay. You had Mims against USC. The Hainer injury spoiled that game. Yes, Uh, Jordan Mims did great on the ground, didn't get in the end zone. I said Marcus Major against Nebraska. He lit it up getting in the end zone. Was it multiple times? Uh, I believe so. I think he had a rushing touchdown and And a receiving touchdown. touchdown. Yes, he did. From Braden yes, Willis, no doubt about that. So he did his thing. Charlie Jones, what did he look like? Did he do his thing again? Yes, Chuck he Stimble? did. Yes, Against he Syracuse. did. Yes, he did. Xavier Hutchinson did his thing with about, what do you have, about nine, 10, 11 catches? I know yeah. he didn't break 100 yards, but I think he had a touchdown. Right. So he looked good there. Luke Musgrave was a scratch. He didn't play. And C.J. Donaldson lit Townsend's fire. Yes, he did. That's what you want to do to Townsend. Yes, he did. You said sit Frank Harrison for good reason. I don't even think he got in the end zone against <laughs> the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DJU was just mediocre as he always is. That's who I had at quarterback. You had Anthony Grant. That was a dang good call right there against OU. Yes, sir. Dude, yes, didn't get 40 yards rushing. Woo. I had Devin Neal. Devin Neal barely had 50-something yards rushing. Right. Uh, no touchdown, so that was a good call. You had Ali Jennings on. You kind of missed this one. I missed it. I did. I yeah. did. I missed that one. He did. He, he showed up, man. Did his thing. Win some, you lose some. I had Juice Wells against Georgia. Of course, that was easy. Um, the previous week, he lit it up. So, if anybody was bold enough, you know, we kind of told you, I, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Not this week. So we look good there with the start and sit last week. Owens, this week, who are you starting at quarterback, man? I'm starting Michael Penix Jr. versus Stanford. Yes, sir. Penix Jr. He lit up Michigan State last week real good. Real good. Real good. 397 yards and four touchdowns. Get you some Michigan State. I think he's gonna probably do about the same thing as Stanford. I do. Hey, I believe you. (laughs) No doubt about it. Listen, I am going with Doug Brumfield. Owens, this dude is only seven percent on. Mm -hmm. Douglas Brumfield, man, lit North Texas up. (laughs) Two hundred eleven yards, two touchdowns. Had another 12 carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Four total touchdowns on the day. 311 total yards on the day, combined yards on the day. Lit North Texas up. I think he does the same thing to Utah State, who can't control Weber State. So mm-hmm. more of the same from Doug Brumfield. Listen, 7% on. If you're in a pinch, and Doug Brumfield is available. Of course, if you're in the league with me, then he's not available because I have him everywhere. <laughs> you got to get Doug Brumfield. Get him in the game, 7% on. So he's in. He, so he's available in most leagues, man. Start this dude with confidence against Utah State. Owens, your running back is? I'm standing at same game. Same game. Yes, Aiden Robbins, man. You and yeah. me. Dude, lit it up. He told North Texas up last week. 29 carries, 227 and three. Yes. 
Woo, Utah State, this is what you got to look forward to this weekend. This big boy. Big, yeah. big body boy, man. It's 3 230. He was to bring all that to you. Yes, he, he is. Bring all that to you. Y'all know y'all wide open. So, yeah, he about, to, he about to eat. Listen, I'm going with Carson Steele. Your guy owns Carson Steele. Mm-hmm. Ball State. I want to mm-hmm. say Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Ball State, man. They're playing Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern likes shootouts. <laughs> They like them. They like them. They invite they them. Like give, they like giving up points so they can keep throwing the football. <laughs> Carson Steele has had over 25 carries the past two games. Mm-hmm. 26 carries, 147, and a tutty against Western Michigan. And then last week against Murray State, 25 for 151 and a tutty. Mm-hmm. So I think you see more of the same about 20 to 25 carries mm-hmm. for Carson Steele against Georgia Southern and somewhere around 150 again. So you got to get Carson Steele. Owens, he's only 33% on. So he's available. Yes. He's available. So here it is right there. Carson Steele against Georgia Southern. Who you got catching the ball? Charlie Jones, man. I got to stay with my boy, man. This the guy's been lighting it up. He's been lighting it up, man. Listen, First game, 12, 12 catches for 153 and a touchdown. Second game, nine catches, 133 and three. Last week, 11 catches for 188 and a touchdown. It's going to continue this week. Florida Atlantic, you're getting it. Charlie Jones. Owens, give me another one. It's obvious. Man, listen. While you looking for another one, I'm going to give you mine. Ali Jennings. Ollie Jennings. Ollie Jennings. I'm going with Ollie Jennings, bro. Mm-hmm. Ollie Jennings versus Arkansas State. You already know. We know Arkansas. We know the the uh, the deal for Arkansas State, man. We already know it. Mm-hmm. We know what time it is when it comes to them and their defense. And for whatever reason, fan tracks. Just hiding. Just I guess I gotta go over here to trends. There it is. He is. Come on, Fit. What's up with the roster percentage? Did they take it again? It's gone. Yep. Fan tracks. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's gone. In the middle of the podcast. Yeah, it's gone. Wait a minute. Eighty-five percent. I didn't know he was this on. Well, this this much owned. Okay. Well, Ollie Jennings against Arkansas State. I don't know if that's right. Oh, did you find you another wide receiver, man? Man, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a risk, man. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start Keelan Stokes against Ole Miss. Oh, I'm thinking about that too. I I, I would start Keelan Stokes against Ole Miss. This guy's the man, man. He's the main target for Tulsa. And uh, I, I Brian, that boy's back there, he's chunking that thing, man, 50 times a game. So he's going to have some catches, man. He's going to do some stuff, man. I would start Keenan Stokes versus Ole Miss. Yes. Who you got at tight end, man? I got Ali Jennings at wide receiver. Who you got at tight end? Man. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm rolling. I'm going to stay with Brock Bowers, man. In Kent State, it's going to be an ugly game. But 
think he's gonna get he gonna get some, man. He probably get another touchdown or so out of that game. Man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stay in the same game that I had with Ollie Jennings. I'm gonna go with Zach Coons. Coons. Coons finally showed up, Owens. Yes, he did. He finally showed up. He was quiet all year. Mm-hmm. And he came out against Virginia, six catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. Arkansas State, and they're not going to be able to do anything with him. Right. So I'm starting Zach Koontz. Owens? Yes, sir. Who's butt riding that pine? Man, Sam Hartman. Oh. Versus Clemson. No, sir. Uh-oh. I, I would look somewhere else for me a quarterback. I will not be starting Hartman versus Clemson. No, sir. Nope. Listen, some people are going to fight with that. Yeah. I don't see them. why, but they're going to fight with it. Yeah. They can fight all they want and get beat with Hartman in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Todd Centeno mm-hmm. versus Appy State. Mm-hmm. I know Todd and them looking good, riding high, flying high, wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing. <laughs> wheeling and dealing, man. They come in hot, boy. Yep. They come in hot in Appy State. Listen, man, I don't like this matchup for James Madison. I understand James Madison plays some good defense. I do. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think Appy State has the athletes and the defense. Yes, sir. To put the clamps on Todd Centeno, I'm not starting him in this game, man. I'm not messing with this game. Nope, I got him on my bench. No sir, I'm not messing with it. On who you got running back? Man, Xavier Valaday versus Utah. Nope, Valaday mm. been Valaday been been getting down, man, out there, man, and, and uh, uh well, Arizona State. It? Arizona State. He been getting down, man. Yes, he has. But uh. Nah, you 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 talking me playing with nobody though. You talk like that stout defense, man, and and all this hundred. I don't even think about it. They gonna go over hundred yards. I'm gonna put it like that. I don't see it. Yeah, I think you uh, Arizona State is just they're they're in shambles right now. So mm-hmm. I like that call. Listen, I'm going with. Guess who? I'm gonna say it. I'm doing it. Always, I'm doing it. You gonna do it? I'm doing it. Ooh, don't do it, man. You're going to do it? I'm doing it, and it's going to make some people mad. Uh-oh. I'm doing it. Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Owens, I think BV is going to put a game plan together mm-hmm. that's going to be bent on removing Deuce Vaughn from the notion that he is our best option mm-hmm. in the in the in the minds of K State coaching staff, I think he's going to implement a game plan mm-hmm. that's going to completely remove Deuce Vaughn from the script. Mm-hmm. And I just, man, I think that they're going to have to look elsewhere to move the football. I don't think they're going to be able to do it with Deuce Vaughn, man. Mm-hmm. I think BV is going to take him out of the game plan. He's going to erase him. I'm with you. So, I'm with you. Just like, they, just like they did um, uh, Grant last week. Yeah, but Deuce Vaughn is 10 times better than Anthony Grant. Uh, yes, he is. Yes, but at the is. same time, though, BV is capable. Right. He's capable. 
and I know there's some people, most people will say, nope, Farnsworth, you're wrong, bro. You're going to miss this one. There are some people, Owens, believe it or not, that think that they believe that our weight, not our weight, but our word holds some weight. Mm-hmm. They value our word to the degree to where they 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 listen to us. Mm-hmm. And you will have some people that have Deuce Vaughn and they will listen to us and they will sit him. Mm-hmm. And they will be happy that they did so. Mm-hmm. But then you have others, the majority of others, the majority of the listeners mm-hmm. that we are so graciously uh that, that that we so graciously have. Thank you guys. Yes, sir. The Ankle Biters Podcast. Yes. All you guys out there sharing and listening and all that kind of stuff. Definitely. But you gotta listen to me right now. Deuce Vaughn's not gonna have a good week. If he no. does, I will come on here next week and say I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you was what? Wrong. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna happen, Owens. I don't think you're gonna say that. I don't think you're gonna have to say that. I think I'm gonna come on here and say, guys, you gotta start listening to us. <laughs> Who you got at wide receiver, man? I got Cole Tucker. Okay. Northern Illinois, man. He's been he's been lighting up lately, man. Uh really? the, the yes, out there, man. Seven catches, 123 to touchdown because Tulsa. Four catches for 88 yards and two touchdowns against Vanderbilt. No, man, you're going to play Kentucky this weekend. At Kentucky. I don't see it happening, bro. Sit down, Cole Tucker. Sit down, Cole Tucker. Owens, I'm going back to the Appy State (laughs) James Madison game. Mm -hmm. Chris Thornton. You talking about somebody who's been lighting it up. Yes. This dude Owens has been lighting it up. He's been a revelation for a lot of people, man. This dude right. is ridiculous. Right. As far as the numbers he's been putting up. The two games he's played in, man. Mm-hmm. Seven catches for 145 and three. Seven for 102 and two. So he's got five touchdowns through two games. 18 catches. Mm. 100, uh, 247 yards through two games. Mm, that's what you want. Yeah, but you're not getting that this week. <laughs> Abby State will find a way to shut him down. <laughs> I'm not messing with that this week. I'm with you. Not messing with it. Who you got a tight end? Your boy. My Joel, boy. Joel Wilson. You go Central Michigan. Him? I'm sitting him down against Penn State. No, sir. Ooh, we. No, sir. Penn State, man. Them boys been playing some pretty good D-Vay. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sitting Joel Wilson down, man, against Penn State. Not a bad decision. Not a bad decision at all. Listen, I was going through my stuff and looking through and thinking, okay, what tight end that I could sit down? Where's the tight end I could sit? Mm-hmm. And you know what, Owens? What I found out was I didn't care. You didn't care? No. I didn't care what tight end you want to sit because <laughs> most leagues, I know we put it on here every week, but 
most leagues have made them either obsolete or they have a tight end premium. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot to choose from. And so having said all that, I'm just going to say I don't have a tight end to sit. Okay. I don't have one. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, you know what? You know who I'm going to sit? I'm going to sit Nesbitt against Notre Dame. Really? I'm sitting him against Notre Dame. Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just leave that alone. But he's fighting with Bo Corrales. All of, is, this, is it Bo Corrales? I know it's a Corrales. Let me make sure. He's fighting with Corrales all the time. Well, at least this year. He has been this year. But yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not messing with that game, man. Maybe I should just leave it alone mm-hmm. altogether and just not care about it. So, <laughs> there you have it. Owens. Yes, sir. Get into some, this is the last week we're gonna do some dice and ice. Because next week will be week four pre uh, re- review and week five preview will be five weeks in. Mm-hmm. It's time it'll it'll be time to throw some cats away next week. Right. We still kind of I mean we're still kind of skeptical right now. Slicing or not slicing dice. Dice and ice, Owens. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You gonna chunk some dice on a dude, man, and take a chance? Yes, I am. Who is that dude? Matt McDonald from Bowling Green. Matt McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I, yes. Matt McDonald. The guy is only 4% owned. Yes, tracks. And this guy then had a 66-point fantasy output and a 44-point fantasy output from last week. Remember some good numbers. And if you look at this guy's schedule, it looks really, really, really good. Good. I am going to roll the dice on Mac McDonald. Oh, snap. Who would have ever thought that we would be chasing a Bowling Green quarterback? I know, right? <laughs> Who would have thunk it <laughs> that we would be after a Bowling Green quarterback, man? I don't know. You can't ignore them numbers. They look good. Owens, man, the transfer portal era. Yes. Has brought to us things we thought we'd never see. Yes. Show you right. Show them right. I know, man. I, I, dude, this is this, this is crazy. <laughs> Continuing with that theme, mm-hmm. whoever thought that we would be chasing a Kansas quarterback? <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> Jalen Daniels, man. Owens. <laughs> you ain't lying. 11% on. This dude is Owens. This dude looks like he is legit. Yes, sir. I mean, he looks like he's legit, man. Yes, he do. Who would have thought we would? I want a Kansas quarterback. You want a what? You want a who? Yes. What? And he did this. He did this. He did his most damage against good competition. Against good competition. You're right. Yep. He played with Tennessee Tech. And then he came out here against West Virginia. 
18 of 29, 219 and three, then 12 carries, 85 yards. Then he comes out here again against Houston. We're thinking Houston's got a good defense. Right. Got a good, and this dude is 14 for 23, 158, three, and then 12 carries for 123 yards, two touchdowns, five total touchdowns Ooh. on the day against Houston. Mm. So them up. Almost, almost 300 yards of total offense. The dude lit it up, man. Yes, he did. He lit it up, and he's only going to get better because he's got Duke this week. Mm-hmm. Possible shootout. Get you some Duke. Iowa State in week five may be a little shaky, but TCU doesn't play defense. Mm-hmm. OU, forget about it. Yeah. Baylor, <laughs> not sure yet. Right. <laughs> Not sure Oklahoma State can give it up. No, they wide open. And mm. I mean, playoff schedule may not look that good, but right. listen, this dude is a junior. He's coming back next year. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. So I want I'm rolling the dice on Jalen Daniels. I like it. Who you got at running back? Brian Beatty from South Florida. Brian Beatty, who just lit Florida listen. up. Well, get you some Florida, man. 17 carries for 150 yards and a Great. touchdown against at Florida. Yep, in the swamp. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. Howard, he had seven carries for 105 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. The guy, man, listen, he's 5'8". Franchise got him at 165. A little bitty ankle bite will do, as you would say. Mm-hmm. But apparently the guy got some wheels on him, man. So, you know, took one to the house from 60 yards and then took another one to the house from 51 yards. I'm rolling the dice on this guy, man. Brian Beatty from South Florida. That was, that was what, 17 carries last week? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm rolling the dice on him. I like it. I'm going to go with Jalen White, running back Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. We were debating how good he would be, you and I. Mm-hmm. In this new offense, and because we knew that they would be pass happy, and we have been correct. But this dude, you're talking about Nick Singleton taking advantage of his opportunities. This dude has two touchdowns in all three games this year. Mm-hmm. Talking about taking advantage of opportunities. He has been fantasy relevant every week. And his schedule, when they get into conference play, and even just now, right? I mean, they got Ball State coming this week, who is no threat. Coastal Carolina can give it up. Georgia State definitely can give it up. They were just in a dogfight with somebody they should have beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, dude, Jalen White, man, I think he is—he is one guy you should, especially in deep leagues, you've got to consider. You've—you've—you've uh, you've, you've got to consider Jalen White. So um, 8% on Owens. I'm going right there. Who you got at wide receiver? I'm going to roll with DeMario Douglas from Liberty. Yes. I'm going to roll with him, man. He's another little ankle biter, man. 5'8", 170. Mm-hmm. Towick for us up last week. Seven catches for 124 yards and two touchdowns. Yes. Two out of the three games this year, he's got two touchdowns. Uh, looks like he is the favorite target out there uh, at Liberty. I am going to roll the 
dice on Demario Douglas from Liberty. All right, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Listen, I gotta go with Jamari Thrash, Georgia State wide receiver. I think this dude is. I haven't looked it up, but I think he is the son of my former Eagles wide receiver, James Thrash. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked it up, but I think this may be his son. James Thrash was his name. But this dude's name is Jamari Thrash. Mm-hmm. This dude, he started, you know, he's kind of come on a little slow, but I understand why he had South Carolina SEC opponent, four catches, 70 yards in that game. He comes along with North Carolina, power five opponent, five catches, 53 yards in that game. But then he plays Charlotte. (laughs) It was right there as far as talent. Ten catches, Mm -hmm. 213 yards and a touchdown. Ooh. This dude may be a he may be uh Granger's guy mm-hmm. out there at Georgia uh um uh, state. So listen, this dude should be considered highly considered, highly thoroughly considered. Yes. Jamari Thrash, Georgia State. That's my wide receiver. Owens, your tight end is my tight end is George Tackett's mm-hmm. from Boston College. Looks like he is the number two receiver behind Zay Flowers. He has seven catches for 60, or 66 yards and a touchdown last week against Maine. That game was closer than it should have been. But anyways, um, like I say, like he's the number two receiver, number two target. Uh, in that offense, so I'm going to roll with George Tackett's. He is rolling with George Tackett's. Owens, I'm going to Arkansas State for my tight end. Okay, okay. This dude right here, he is um surprisingly on the rise. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly on the rise for the Arkansas State Red Wolves. I think James Blackman, Blackman – just might like this dude, Owens. He just might like this guy. The last game, I'm trying to pull him up right now. That's why I'm stalling. There he is, right there. Say do Treor. Mm-hmm. On the year, he has nine catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. This past week against Memphis, six catches, 120, and a touchdown. Wide receiver numbers. Mm-hmm. Previous week, Ohio State, you're not expecting much there. Previous week, Grambling, one catch, 13 yards, but that was a touchdown. You like that. Mm-hmm. So is this game against Memphis indicative of how he'll be used in this offense, this Arkansas State offense? I think he's worth a pickup. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you roll this out here, six catches for 120 and a touchdown. And you're 6'4", 223, 225 in this conference. Um, I think this is – I think you really need to consider this dude. I would – especially in deeper leagues, I would add him. But 
maybe in in smaller leagues watch list this dude unless your tight end is just tearing it up right. and you don't have any reason to look his way. But I don't think that's the case because there's a lot of tight ends right now that's not just tearing it up right on a consistent basis. Owens, yes sir. We're rolling dice, mm-hmm. but we got to put some cats on ice. <laughs> Who you putting on the ice at the quarterback position? We already know. Daniel Richardson, Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. Brother. He threw me a smoke screen, man, week one, man. He Uh-oh. got he got me against Oklahoma State. You can't, he put up 56 fantasy points against Oklahoma State. Maybe it was Oklahoma State. Yeah, you say it, you saying that, yeah. And 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 then you come back with against South Alabama, nope. And two hundred and sixty-seven yards and a touchdown, twenty-five fantasy points. That'll get you beat right there. Mm-hmm. The Buck Nail, 15, mm-hmm. 15 for thirty-two, one hundred and ninety-eight yards, two touchdowns, mm-hmm. big twenty-three fantasy points. That'll get you. That'll show enough. Get you beat. Mm-hmm. I can't see it, man. Game manager, game management quarterback. Back there to hand the ball off to Lou Nichols the third. The third. The third. Hand it off to him. And from time to time, throw a little, you know, throw a couple passes or whatever. I can't use you. <laughs> Putting you on ice. Owens, I'm going to go with Blake Shapin, your guy. Blake Shapin, man, he's just not – it's not coming together fantasy-wise for old Blake Shapin, man. Nope. nope. Uh, he's been kind of – his his trajectory has been downward. Um, Four touchdowns, passing touchdowns through three games. He does have two rushing touchdowns, so that might be encouraging depending on who you are and what you look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't see it with him yet, man. I, I need to see more. In fact, I need to see a lot more. Until then, I'm covering this dude with ice. <laughs> <laughs> Running back, Owens, what you got? Man, I think I'm going to dump this guy, man, in the, in the tub ice. <laughs> Reese White from yeah. Coastal Carolina, man. You talking about a smoke screen week one. You told Army, oh. 21 carries, 133 yards, and a touchdown. And he caught two touchdown passes in that game. Everybody jumped on his bandwagon. Mm. And since then, 13 carries for 35 yards. Mm. And then come back with two carries for 77 yards. Mm-hmm. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I don't blame you because he – he did fool some people. <laughs> he had to go pick him up. <laughs> he had to go pick him up. And uh it was almost like, okay, Reese, what are you doing? Right. I picked you up. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. This dude ain't doing nothing. And I don't know what they're doing as a team, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you somebody or uh, I'm not gonna just dump one person. I'm gonna dump on. I'm gonna dump some ice on a whole backfield right now, Owens. Ooh, we a whole backfield, Owens. 
The Missouri Tigers, man. Mm-hmm. Owens. This entire backfield, we thought they thank you, Pete, for coming here and take over. <laughs> and then we started hearing about Schrader, this walk-on. FCS walk-on. Elijah Young was there. You had some people excited about him. Excited about him. He's an heir apparent to Beatty. Mm-hmm. Nope. None of these dudes. I mean, none of them. None of them. Schrader, on the year, 33 carries, 145 and 2. Nathaniel Pete, 27 carries, 115 and 1. And that's all that's that's the only thing worth talking about. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. After what Beatty did with the did to us, after what he left us, we get this. Mm, that's sad. That's sad. I'm pouring tubs of ice on this whole backfield, man. Who you got at wide receiver? <laughs> I got so I got this guy, man. There's a lot of people's top wide receiver I spoke about earlier. Jermaine Burden from uh, from uh, Alabama. Mm. You can't have three catches for a total of 26 yards in two games. That's it. <laughs> wow. What does that, what does that sound like? Three catches oh, for 26 God. yards in two games. It sounds that's- like somebody that's getting in the game in the fourth quarter of a blowout. It does. But this is eight quarters. Yeah. Well, I, I, I might even cut it down and say six quarters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's pitiful. Oh, my. Yeah. It's pitiful. Listen, I'm going to go with this dude right here, and it's going to shock some people. But I've been, you know, I've, I've, I've had shock value this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Told y'all to sit Deuce Vaughn and Uh-oh. some other stuff I told you that may have shocked your little system. Uh-oh. But let me shock your little system even more. Uh-oh. This guy I'm putting on ice, Kayshawn Boutte. <laughs> yes. He getting one of them ice tubs with Kevin Hart, one of them ice baths. <laughs> this dude got 10 catches through three games. Ooh, 10 catches for 93 yards through three games. No touchdowns. Ooh, no touchdowns. I think the chemistry between him and Brian, uh him and Brian Kelly is off. Mm-hmm. I think that this dude is probably ready to check out. And I am putting him on ice big time. Owens. Kayshawn Boutte. That's so sad, brother. That's so sad, man, that the talent of that guy, man. Brian Kelly can't do nothing with it. He refused to. His pride won't allow him. Now, let me, let me, let me dial that back because I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I I do know that I haven't been too fond of the way Brian Kelly does things on the field. Right. I don't like the way he handles his players. That's just my, that's me. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I, Kayshawn Boutte could be a headache. I don't know. But 
the history that I do have and that I have access to does not afford me the uh, uh, I, I, I don't I don't I'm not excited about Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. It does not afford me the excitement for Brian Kelly and the way he handles his team. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. So uh, maybe maybe they get the situation fixed, but I do know that there was rumors during spring, uh, not spring, but fall camp and all that stuff about him probably get possibly getting in, in, in into the portal and, and by them not being on good terms and all this kind of stuff and, and Kelly calling them out in the media and ah. Uh, Man, wow! That's just that's just hard to do, man. When you come in and you're kind of calling out the star player, and you haven't developed a relationship, I don't know, Owens, man. I don't know. That, that, that takes away the the drive from a player, man. You don't want to play for a coach like that. Exactly. You know, I don't think still, I don't think I don't think Boutte wants to play for him. Yeah, he's still walking through the motions, man. Just. Just going through yeah. the motions, man. Like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we'll see in the coming weeks. But, dude, I'm, I'm putting Boutte on ice. And, and it's not because of his ability. Right. It's not because of his talent. It's because of his situation. It's not favorable right. where CFS, CFF success is concerned. It's not favorable. Owens, that's all we got today. Hopefully we'll have I Wish next week. Just couldn't. I didn't. I didn't see any 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 need for it. Maybe you needed to get something off your chest. I don't know. No, uh, not yet. I'm gonna save it for next week. He gonna save it for next week. Until then, we are out. Peace. Peace.